welcome to another episode of Exploring Our Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I am your host, Jason Flukers, and I am very pleased to have Roberto Rodriguez joining us today. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. So, um, uh, Norberto, we're really happy to have you, like I mentioned before. Uh, we've been so anticipating this moment. Um, uh, first, well, we already know a little bit about what you do, but just for the sake of the podcast, we would like to um, hear you say how your art represents, what your art represents to you. How would you describe your art? How would I describe my art? I mean, I think the easiest way, I don't know, dude. Every time I try to describe it. Wait, that's a, is that a puppy? Yes. Can I see it, please? <laughs> Very good. Thanks for that. Um, Thank you. Art, wait, what? What is it? My art or something? Describe my art? I mean, like in the profession, they call it conceptual art, you know, but I've always hated that word. I mean, I also, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with the word art to begin with, you know? Mm. I feel like everything is art and everyone's an artist, so like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of performance, a lot of like, I mean, at this point, I've basically created a conceptual framework so that every aspect of my life is a work of art, you know? So how, right. I, eat, how I dress, how I live, the space I occupy, like my home, everything is all part of a conceptual framework that makes all of it art, you know? And somehow mm -hmm. I'm using it to interact with the public. And I've it's taken very, recently mm -hmm. to like digital media, you know, and social media, just to like experiment inside that universe a little bit more. Yeah, I definitely understand. Um, it's, it's interesting to see someone like an artist have uh, that kind of answer, like, uh, in regards to the word of art, um, but I, I see that like it's very interesting because um, the word art you would think that an artist would would describe it like that is something that they love, but um, the way you describe it is so interesting. It offers like such a different viewpoint that us like we just don't see every day, and that's so refreshing. So I mean I, that answer really it really inspires. So how do you think your artwork? your artwork reflects on issues that we're facing right now during this COVID pandemic? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, wait, how does it reflect? Or how does it, what, 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 what did you ask me specifically? Sorry. Yeah, no, uh, how does your artwork reflect on, on the issues that- Oh, oh I see, right. During I COVID, was, yes. Okay, so in general, I'd say that, I mean, a couple of things come to mind. Like the biggest one, the biggest, biggest idea would be that like what's happening to like human consciousness right now, like with everything like shutting down and everyone like being forced to be like in themselves more instead of like, used to going about their day with all the distractions that they go through every day, you know? Um, that this, along with this new like internet, social media, like having the, the whole world in my hand kind of idea, 
that we're moving from a mechanical understanding of reality or a mechanical relationship with reality to a more conceptual one, you know? Like it's more like, and that's why things seem more fluid. Like there's more conversations about gender fluidity and all these other sort of fluid things that were that traditionally were seen as like fixed ideas, you know? That because we represented them mechanically, like I am a boy, I have a penis, so I must be a man or whatever, you know what I mean? Whereas like when you take it from a more conceptual perspective, like the idea of a woman is just an idea. Like I can be a woman if I want to be a woman, if I feel compelled to be a woman, you know? So in regards to like art being that way um, and how that relates to like my work or just art in general, I feel like a lot of how we have defined historically, a lot of what how we have defined art has always been by the product of it. Like a painting, we call a painting an art, we call a sculpture an art, you know? Whereas to me, um, the product is just a result. It's just an end result. It's just a product, like a pair of shoes or a spoon or anything else, you know? Like the art, the real art is happening um, in the realm of like ideas or in the realm of like the spirit or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's, and, and I don't want to use the word process because that to me is still like a product, you know? Like I, I feel more, it's like an idea that's connected to like a to spiritual things and like nature and how nature is just constantly unfolding and constantly evolving in there. It never is a static, it never is fixed, you know? Like a tree is never the tree that you see. Like at one point it was a seed and now it's a tree, but in between that it's, and even when you're staring at the tree, it's still growing and changing and moving with the sun and the, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like an say that again. Like say a that again. evolution. Wait, say that again. Like a process of evolution, right? Yeah, yeah. Like art is the the process and the product of evolution. You know what I mean? Therefore, to me, like art is also the process and the product of itself. You know, like it's the thing that leads me to like me standing on a hilltop and seeing a beautiful vista or whatever and being inspired to paint it, like is an ineffective, although it's still a beautiful thing, I have nothing against painting, you know what I mean? And we can talk about that if you want, like what I think painting is, but like the difference, it's the difference between going out and going into my studio and making a painting of this beautiful vista that I saw, instead of just bringing the world with me to that vista and describing what is happening to me in the process of experiencing that moment unfold, right? Does that make sense? Okay, good. Thank you. Did that oh. answer your question? Yeah, that, that, that oh. does make sense. It actually offers a lot of perspective. So, <laughs> um, Vanessa, I don't know if you want to ask a, a couple of the questions. Yeah, sure. Um, let me see. How, how does social media help you seek out opportunities in our virtual world? I mean, I just think it is, it is the only opportunity that there is now, you know, like, I mean, the, the whole social media thing just works towards my argument of like experiencing life more conceptually because now we have a completely new reality that we exist within where like, I don't, I'm not limited by my mechanical body and my like, you know what I mean? Like my, um, 
What's the word I'm looking for? My responsibilities or obligations as a human being in a world that is made of physical stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Like in this universe, which is just as real, if not more real than the one we're like, the one we're physically in, you know? Um, I think this is just, it's probably the most, the strongest opportunity anyone has to truly share their vision and perspective of the world with more clarity and with more attention than they would if they were standing on a street corner yelling about Jesus or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. does that make sense? Like, okay, cool. <laughs> Have you I can just, I just like keep going and then I end up on all these weird off branches and. <laughs> no, it's great. I'm, I'm a very tangential, tangential person. <laughs> it's good because then we understand you more. Um, have you tried any new social medias like TikTok? Have you tried to keep trying? Yeah, all of them? Yeah. You have Twitter. Oh, all of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have like the main, the main 12 or whatever they are. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have all of them. Right. <laughs> How do you keep track of all of it? I just do it. I mean, it's, it's basically my art practice now, you know? Like, instead of sending emails, I just post shit on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I, I just talk to my and I talk to my phone as if it's like my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I literally tell it all of my secrets and all my feelings and all my things yeah. and just kind of forget that it's going out into the world to a bunch of presumable strangers that are gonna be like, who the fuck is this weird man? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um but in that is like what my art practice has always been, you know, like sort of exposure, exposing mm -hmm. myself to experiences that change me. And then therefore reflect back the changes occurring around me or something. Got you. Well, speaking of changes, how has uh, this affected your view? How has the pandemic and everything going on in this world affected your view towards your art? Have you had any changes? Um, yeah, creatively, like. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, if anything, it's given me more. What's the word? It's given me more like the impulse, I guess is the word. I was thinking of the Spanish word, impulso. You know? <laughs> um, impulse. Yeah, it's given me, I mean, but impulse isn't right in English. It's not the right word. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What's the right like word? A, or like a fucking fire, you know, like a fire. Like the drive, the drive to do it. Like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like the, the inspir, I hate that fucking word, inspiration, but. Um, <laughs> Motivation. <laughs> our clarity is a good word. It's given me more clarity and more conviction. Ooh, that's the word I was looking for, conviction. That like this idea that this idea that I've been kind of like that I don't really understand completely because I didn't I wasn't born with this, you know? I wasn't mm -hmm. born with the internet. Like I grew up before even video games existed. So I got to see this really weird transition of like into this new conceptual digital universe. I got to see it completely built up from scratch, you know? Mm. from like nothing to what it is now and like it's taking me a long time i'm 45 now it's taking me a minute to be like oh oh i get it now and now with the whole covid thing and the fact that everybody like that the physical world was shut down for this moment and everyone was like inside on this thing like consuming but also like a lot more people were like sharing you know because they were just because they needed to get they needed to do something you know what i mean so it's like, to me, like everyone on earth went on a weird acid trip for a few months, right? 
and mm -hmm. went into their heads and like faced a bunch of weird fucking demons and all that shit and then talked to this weird best friend because they couldn't talk to anyone else and so everyone like leveled up like if, if art was like a knob you can turn up in people you know what i mean mm -hmm. everyone went to like anyone that was at zero went up to level one anyone that was on one went, you know what i mean everyone mm -hmm. like leveled up like art level and so someone like me who's been doing this now for 25 whatever 30 years like it gave me that pause like because everything there was no noise going on to be like wait and then i got to like see the idea as clearly as possible and be like okay yes i i am right this is where like human this is where evolution is heading like go like i need to be like the artist that's doing that in here now because a hundred years from now somebody's going to look back and be like oh where did this start and i might be one of those people that they discovered you know Does yeah so, so you would definitely say that yeah, quarantine so like, made you more creative? Say that again? So you definitely say that quarantine made you more um, creatively driven or I, I don't want to say inspired, but no, it didn't I, make I didn't say inspired. I, don't, I just don't like it. <laughs> it's, it's, such a, it's such an easy word, you know, inspired. Um, uh, I, I know what you're asking me and yes, but not in like, not in the sense that it made me more like creative than I already was. Like I, I just am who I am, you know, I'm mm -hmm. as much as I am of whatever it is that I am, you know? Um, but it gave me the clarity and the, and the conviction to like actually understand that my intuition is right on, you know what I mean? That I haven't like everything that I've done as an artist in the last 25 or 30 years, to leading up to this point is exactly what it was leading up to you know like I got to see I got to sort of look back at the, my entire life and be like oh everything's perfectly together I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be yay just keep going like does that make sense oh yeah yeah, yeah. and I mean and I guess if we were going to like make a judgment on it like it has made me a better artist I guess quote unquote you know mm. um but not in like a not like in a what's the word I'm looking for in an external validationary way you know it's not like someone outside of me in the art world's like he's doing it again or whatever you know it's like I just it's like it's completely insular like I'm just like my, my head is down and I'm like art 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 oh my god I can't believe like I know this you know like I can't believe I get to know this and get to like experiment and play and do all this stuff like hopefully somebody notices if they don't so what like some weird AI child, like a thousand years from now, little computer program will be like, what is this? Like instantly, it's like, ooh, baby, you know? <laughs> and then they'll become like the next digital, like AI artist, conceptual AI artist. Oh my gosh, the future is scary or exciting. <laughs> or, I mean, my true dream is that, like, because I've been documenting so much of my life and sharing it on the internet, on social media as my work that I, I have this sort of dream in my mind that when the internet finally becomes self-aware, you know, and conscious, yeah. that that little data cloud of all the stuff that was me, you know, all the stuff that is Norberto Rodriguez that exists inside this new universe yeah. will become, will just wake up and be me. Like, mm -hmm. I'll just get up out of the, my internet bed and be like, oh, anyway, and just keep going, like hang out with my friends and shit, you know? That's really deep. Because <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, imagine all of that data is going somewhere, it exists somewhere, and it's yeah. going to be 
connected by the thread of this weird identity called Norberto Rodriguez that existed in this physical world, mm. blah, 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 however many thousands of years ago. And now that thing is going to wake up and be like, what am I? Just like I do every day. But <laughs> it won't know, like it may not even know that it was formerly me at some point, yeah. you know? It'll just become self-aware. <laughs> and then then he'll just be like the best art because he'll just be a little art person. Oh, he'll be an evolution of you. <laughs> exactly. It's like we get to live forever now. You know? yeah. well, we always, we've always lived forever. It's just we get confused because we keep getting stuck with the idea that this is real. You know what I mean? But it's not. That's actually really interesting because I was uh, looking at some of your content on Instagram and I saw um, it was one of the videos where you said, this is the machine through which my brain function through but this isn't actually like who is this person you were asking who is this person and that made me wake up so much and I was like how how does this like new perspective it just woke me up so much like who is this person like this is just a machine and that like that really did change all like it scared me at the moment but it was so interesting to see like yeah this is just a machine but what's what's in here what's in here that's like totally up to us like that was just really interesting. I, it really did touch me. Oh, thanks. Thanks. So, um, yeah, but uh, we did also want to ask you, um, aside from art, because, you know, we've had so much free time during the quarantine and during the pandemic, have you been able to take up any new hobbies? Have they changed since COVID started? No? <laughs> no. no, I mean... No, my life hasn't changed that much. I mean, I was I was already living like a COVID life before, and I know a lot of artists say that fucking bullshit, and, and mm -hmm. I hate that I ha that I'm saying it, you know, because it sounds so fucking harmonious. You know, like, all right, nothing's changed for me. I'm just a fucking weird badass or whatever. Like, who cares? But, but it's true. Like, I really my life was already um, very like isolationy before right. the COVID thing happened. That like. And that's because I was just working like on my weird fucking like universal mind, whatever the fuck practice that I have. I don't know what to call it. And when COVID happened, it was like I got simultaneously super scared, but also super excited because everyone else, like I finally felt like everyone else knew what it felt like to be me for that one brief moment. Like this is what it's like when you're an artist or like, and you're just working on this weird thing all day, every day, and you're just obsessed, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, once COVID hit, it was just like, cool, I guess. I actually took, I took more liberty with not caring, you know what I mean? Because it felt like everybody else had stopped. I was like, fuck it, I'll just take a break. I was, I was just taking a long yeah. nap, you know what I mean? <laughs> not really working at all. And yeah. trying to like relieve myself, because I give myself a lot of pressure to like get something done, you know? Like to be productive or whatever. Mm -hmm. and maybe like the biggest lesson I learned is like none of that shit matters. Like it doesn't matter. I could do nothing for the rest of my life, and this is still like still valuable, you know? Yeah. No, I I I really I think that happened to me during quarantine. I can't say I speak for everyone, but uh, I I pretty much did live the same life <laughs> that I lived before, but um. I just didn't, I didn't make it such a big deal, like, oh, we're in quarantine, like, it was just more of the liberty of not caring, like you mentioned, so I definitely identify with that a lot. Um, do you have any tips 
for, for smaller artists or aspiring artists? Do you have any, any suggestions that you can give as far as creatively or whichever suggestion you would like to give? I mean, if you really want to, like, I mean, if you want to be like a real, real, I mean, if you want to be like, if you want to be a person that makes art, you know, there's two kinds of like people, right? There's like the person, there's like a person who makes a thing called art, right? There are people who make things called art. Those people aren't necessarily artists. They're just people who make things called art, right? And there's a lot of those motherfuckers out there. And then there's like the artist, right? Who may not make anything because they're just fucking insane. But like they they like they mean it, you know? Like that's where I think I'm more on the spectrum towards that end, I think. If not right. like flying off of that fucking thing. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I would say if like, if you really mean it, like, like this is it, this is it. Like just start like, Okay, the most important thing you can do as an artist, if you really want to be an artist, is just share the story of being one. You know what I mean? Stop thinking that you have to make something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to make art. Artists don't make art. They like, they like art experiences themselves. Art expresses itself through them. Like, it's got nothing to do with this weird machine. Like, we just got used to using that machine because evolutionarily, like, there was a weird person like staring at a thing and they're like how do i tell everybody about this i'm not going to bring the whole town to the fucking hilltop i'll make a painting and then i'll bring them the painting you know what i mean it's like bringing the experience to them and that was like the mind and the heart using the mechanical body to like mm. create what it what it was experiencing you know it was just using this machine to reinterpret that experience that it had you know now I we don't that, have to yeah. do that we don't have to do that anymore like I, as an artist, can just share the story of being one and experiencing the world and just sharing that experience as directly as possible with anyone who cares to hear it, you know, without giving a shit about who doesn't want to hear it, because mm -hmm. don't follow me. It's okay. Like, I don't, right. I don't need to convince you. Like, that whole idea of, like, getting people to like your work or whatever, like, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Just care about the people who do and, like, double down on those people and you'll be fine. Like, every person on earth could have a real art career. Like every human being could have an art career if they just talk to this thing every day, all day for like five years. You know what I mean? And after a while, that you'd come out with a t-shirt or whatever the fuck, or a weird little drawing, and everybody on that follower list would be like, I'll throw this guy 20 bucks. Of course. And then you'll be like living like, a, doing everything you love all day and like playing with your kids and your dogs. It's amazing. I love that. I love that. Like, if you want to be an artist, just like talk to this thing all day. And then don't worry about. And then don't worry about calling it art. Just like do that, you know. Yeah. Uh, like the word art has like become irrelevant to me, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little militant, and I don't want to, but. No, it's because art. That word art is just always thrown into like, oh, this is art. This is art, and you just get tired. Yeah, it has it has a lot of cachet to it. Yeah. It builds up. Very mechanical. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's all it's all based on this idea that art is a thing that someone makes as opposed to like an experience that someone has. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not. It's just it's not like whoever thinks that is just wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yes, I can call something art because I can, just like I can call a tree a tree. Like it's just a name. It's just a convention. You know that we got used to. That then people used like. 
money and the idea of value to like manipulate this weird system that people could start benefiting from blah, 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 which we don't have to get into that conversation because that just makes me upset. But like, you know what I mean, you know? Yes, for sure. <laughs> when, you art, when you take art out of that product-based mindset, then anyone can have it and anyone can experience it at any moment they choose, you know? It's like more about putting that idea in your mind. And then that has nothing to do with the word art anymore. It's just like a meaningful, profound, valuable experience that you are having and trying to re-articulate so that other people can like enter that experience with you or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway. You're deep, bro, you're deep, I like it. <laughs> Too deep. <laughs> no, not at all, I love it. You change. You I can't can. be where I'm not, you know, like this is what I am. <laughs> yes. Be proud of who you are differently anything outside of the box. And that's really wonderful and refreshing to have, especially when you're around people who are always stuck in one spot inside the box and you're just hearing the same bull crap. Yeah, it's not their fault, you know. It's not their yeah. fault. Like how they're raised and just the environment around them. It's interesting to hear from somebody who's just more and a lot of artists are just insecure, man, you know? Yeah. Like we're already so vulnerable because we're putting all these weird things out into the world that we know 90% of the people aren't going to like. Like, look at my weird painting. Like, you know, nobody cares. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so we're already vulnerable and like, about it. So the second some rich motherfucker comes around, it's like, you know, I like that. You're like, oh my God, you do? I'll make 50 more, bro. Let's go. Like, billete. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's the wrong mindset. Then you've already fallen into the trap and you're fucked, you know? Yep. <laughs> that's when you start producing what you want yeah so just do whatever you want from the beginning and don't like worry about it that's why this thing is the best you can just do it what that's why i should have done you <laughs> mm -hmm. anyway so what else you got i know you you're more an isolated person um do you have any friends or colleagues that you really keep in touch throughout this whole pandemic? Have you guys gotten closer or is it like the same thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have my close like knit yeah. like, family of friends, you know, like the, what's interesting about what happened with the pandemic. And I think this happens for a lot, happened for a lot of people is, well, for me, like really embracing this like new, like digital universe you know, this new digital reality that we can like exist inside of. Like I can live in this one day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Figure out how to connect me to this thing and I'm in. Like Johnny, Depp. Like Johnny Depp in that documentary, you know, he like becomes the rain and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like there's that. So then on that end, like I fully embrace this idea of like jumping like all the way into the deep end on this thing. And then what that's given me in terms of like IRL world, you know? IRL reality is like I really really value now I like really value the physical connections that I have with whoever it is that I have them you know yeah and and like I really cherish those as very sacred meaningful like relationships that I have and anyone who isn't like on the same page like just doesn't need to exist in this like I don't have time like my physical time is limited this goes on this is forever you know yeah. So, like, if I'm going to spend time with you out here in the real world, like, you need to be 100, you know? So, yeah. like, 
it's amazing how many people in my life have just kind of fallen away. And the people that have remained are like my real, like ride or die, you know, it's like, and that's the only people I want to like see in the world from now on, you know, like, and I love that, like that's happened. And I think that's happened across the board for a lot of people, even if they don't realize it, you know, and if they're not self-aware of it. Um, I wanted to say something else about that. But, uh, I don't remember. Uh, but I also like me personally, like when it, when it happened, I went, I went even deeper into isolation, you know, because I felt like I had permission now because everybody else stopped. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna go even deeper then. Cause like everybody raised the bar on being like quiet and introspective, like, fuck that. I'm going to win. I'm going to go even harder, you know? So I went like super hard, like didn't talk to anybody for like three months, you know, like not even a phone call, just like, and I'm sure some of my friends were worried, but like, also they know that I'm like insane. So it doesn't matter, you know, like whatever, we'll hear from him when we hear from him. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did that, but I needed to, in order to like get to where I needed to get, like to get the clarity that I needed to get so that I could come back and be like, okay, everybody. And then do my dumb like artist song and dance thing again. Yeah. Do the art show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, part of being an artist is like doing that stupid fucking show and like whatever, you know? <laughs> I got sick of that thing because it's so stupid and annoying. Like, you know, but it's fine because now I can do it on this and like it doesn't matter. You know, there's like zero consequences. So you became the hungry, hungry caterpillar basically and turn into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> yes, yes, no, that's exactly. I mean, I think a lot about caterpillars and butterflies. And there was that study recently a few years ago where they were able to prove very like basic, basic uh, that butterflies could actually remember being a caterpillar. Like they held, they held memory, you know? Oh, oh and yeah. It was a really, really early finding. Like it was a really basic experiment, you know? They were like introducing caterpillars to certain scents, like odors, and then triggering a response, and then introducing the butterflies to that same odor and it would trigger the same response in them. So there yeah. is some kind of memory correlation between be being a caterpillar and becoming a butterfly. So like that blew my fucking mind. It was like, yo, that's like reincarnation, but like remembering every past life, like let's go, you know, like I'm in. That's so beautiful, bro. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It like blew my mind when I read that. I just can't. That blew my mind. Like I'm speechless now. <laughs> so I do imagine myself a lot like that butterfly that is like just in the process of constantly evolving and like changing form, you know? But again, it goes back to that idea of like having a conceptual mindset of reality versus a mechanical definition of it, you know, because when I, when I see everything from a conceptual standpoint, anything in the physical world is fluid and can change at any moment, you know, but mm -hmm. like, and I love that and reality, like culture is starting to reflect that. So like, I'm right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. It's good. <laughs> good to feel like validated by evidence in the world that has nothing to do with what I'm doing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I don't know if, uh, Nessa, do you have any remaining questions? No, I think I'm done. My uh, well, actually, I, I did have a, a, qu a final question. Um, I know you're working on the new project, Aliba Faith. Yep. And I don't know if, if you want to disclose any information or if it's too new that you maybe want to wait a little bit to, Fine. I don't know. Hit that subscriber button, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, what can you 
tell us a little bit about that new project because I was really into it and it's really interesting. So um thanks. Uh yeah, I just started, I launched an OnlyFans three days ago. Um I'm sure all you you all know what OnlyFans is. Yay. It's mostly known for. Um and I mean what's I just I don't know exactly I mean obviously I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm doing it exactly, but I understand that there's like something there to explore culturally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and of course there's a lot of things I love about it, like the idea of that, the idea that you have all these young women who like just don't give a shit anymore about like having this weird idea about the body as some moral fucking compass or something you know what i mean like it representing some moral standpoint or something and it's like if you're a fucking dumb creepy piece of shit who wants to pay me 20 bucks a month to see my tits go for it bro you're you're losing here like i'm gonna take that money and build a real fucking career because i'm an entrepreneur and like fuck your dumb creepy ass like you're never gonna you know what i mean it's amazing that like that's happening on that scale you know and that was super like interesting to me to see And um, I mean, the other thing that I love about it is this idea of normalizing sexuality on the internet. Like that's a thing that's happening, you know what I mean? And like me, this idea that like everything that's happening with COVID and like the US kind of disintegrating right now, like democracy being disintegrated, it's very similar to what happened during the first Renaissance with the Black Plague and the fall of the Roman Empire, like there's a lot of parallels that I'm drawing there. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, like like we're entering this new Renaissance, which this is sort of at the center of, right? Like this is the new canvas that I'm painting on, and painting like and how all of original Renaissance paintings is just a bunch of chubby nude women. There was a bunch of creepy dudes, like artists that were painting naked ladies all day. You know what I mean? Like that was their early porn. Like. Yeah. The fact that me starting an OnlyFans and like doing very Renaissance based like poses where I'm just like hanging out, taking a nap or whatever, like kind of drawing those parallels between the original sort of like misogynist Renaissance mm-hmm. and this kind of weird digital Renaissance and I get to be a weird middle-aged man in the middle of like, look at my like deteriorating chubby dad bod. Like it's funny, it's funny, but also like something interesting to talk about and think about. And and it also like the the really fun part is that it's it's potentially a new like framework for artists to use like me as being like some weird academic conceptual artist experimenting with something as like I, I don't this sounds like an insult but I don't mean it like like culturally pedestrian you know like something that's just like out in the world that mm-hmm. isn't part of a museum or a gallery you know what I mean definitely for an artist like me to use a platform like that to create like a real body of work or whatever um, is creating a framework for other artists to maybe see and jump on that they might be able to use in their own way to make an actual living, you know, that isn't a block that isn't obligated to the gallery or the market or the art market system. Like I'm just operating now in the real traditional market, like in the world, like as an artist, I'm not compromising anything about my ideas or my expression and I'm still getting paid. You know, and I'm not selling a, I'm not selling a painting. I'm just selling a subscription to this project that I'm working on that happens to exist in a platform that works that way um, economically. You know, but artists have never used those tools before, or not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm trying to sort of break through all that like confusion and see if there's a way I can find 
something that other people can get behind me and be like, yo, I'm going to do that too, but I'm going to do it like this, like this, whatever, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, you really got to love that concept. I mean, Thanks. it's just amazing. You're getting to sell a subscription, but essentially you're doing, you're not selling a product. You're not selling what the people want. You're, sell, you're selling you, what, like your essence. You're selling your essence, what, yeah, you, I mean, what you think. There's this guy, I don't know if you know him, but I talk about him a lot. Gary Vaynerchuk, you know Gary V? No, I've never heard of him before. He's an entrepreneur and he's like a social media fucking genius. He's just like killing it on every platform, you know? Cause that's the game, he's playing the same game, you know what I mean? But he's like a very business-minded, like money man entrepreneur guy, you mm -hmm. know? But I was introduced to him like a couple of years ago and I've been obsessed with him because he's, he's like the equivalent of me, like from the business end of the world so it's like i'm trying to work myself towards becoming more of like an entrepreneur like internet entrepreneur but being a conceptual artist at the same time whereas like he is very like business minded but unknowingly or knowingly like moving towards a very like creative artistic way of expressing himself you know and it's the idea that he's selling his perspective as a human being in the world as opposed to a product you know and yeah. so to flip that as an artist and be like, well, I'm the artist, I see the, it's how I see the world is the real value. Like what I make of it is just, is just the result and a product that I can also sell. Sure. But we've been doing that for years and like artists are still broke. So like we've been doing that forever and artists are still broke. So like, here's this new idea, like try this, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, that, you know, that does. <laughs> um... But you should follow him because he's a genius. He's can, like you, can you tell me his name one more time? Gary Vaynerchuk. The American Belarusian entrepreneur. <laughs> Wait, is that what it says? Yeah, I found him. Very he's, he's very obnoxious and very, um, you know, he's like a Jersey boy. But <laughs> he really is a genius and like on even on a spiritual like psychological emotional level i think he's doing like a really beautiful thing that's why i think he's an artist mm. um, or why like i see him as an artist uh because he's really like he's really like helping people like understand their weaknesses mm. and like move past them you know like mm. he's like he's he's like his script is sort of shifted from like how to make money to like how to be happy, you know? Yep. And like, and it's really interesting to see that trans that transition happen in him, you know? Cause he's doing it all publicly. Yeah. So I get to see him be like, well, you don't have any money. Just like find shit on Craigslist for free and sell it on Facebook. Like really practical, useful things to being like, why the fuck do you care about what this person thinks? Like, why do you give a shit about that comment? Like, are you happy or not? And if you're not happy, like, why aren't you happy? Why aren't you doing the things that are making you happy? Oh, because you want money? Like, who are you trying to impress? Like, all these blah, 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 like, really fucking with people's heads, and it's good. Like, I love it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look him up, because those, those concepts sound, sound really to good. Him, to, to, to study him as an artist is, like, the best thing an artist can do, I think. I'm looking Very, at now, and it's the first thing I see is blaming is easy, accountability is hard. And I was like, oh. Yeah, he's got little fucking yeah. shit like that all the time. He's pretty, uh, <laughs>
I would like to thank you so much for joining us today, Roberto Rodriguez. I really appreciate it as this concludes Exploring Our Podcast. Hey guys, subscribe to Exploring Our Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious. Thank you.